to now try this the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new i'm marcus and that beautiful scarfed man over there is nick marcus it's new york city and it's cold it is cold i was freezing yo for real talk two days ago when it was like blistering cold out mm-hmm. it was i didn't i wasn't very happy wow that was some serious real talk I'm glad you didn't hold anything back. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, buddy. Guys, welcome to Now Try This. We do try new things, but one of us, it's not new. We challenge each other. And this week was my challenge to Marcus. And soon, we are going to have a challenge brought to you by you guys. That's right. The Patreon. Patreon.com slash Now Try This Cast. We're currently taking submissions for next month's challenge. Mm -hmm. And then even the dollar tiers get to vote on what that challenge is going to be so next month we can do what you want us to do and we also have other things in the works but we need more people to join that patreon to be able to fulfill those wants so please go join us true we're now we're trying to reach 30 patrons so we can do a nice little giveaway yes now if you don't have any money redistribute your priorities so you can fund us but if you still can't (laughs) then at least please leave us five star reviews on either spotify or itunes just like ariel 49 did on itunes they said what an absolute joy five stars just discovered this podcast and i am already hooked i am so excited to dive into their backlog by the way nicholas is way more sexy than marcus wow what an honest and lovely review you know sometimes the truth just has to be said real talk real talk sometimes the truth just needs sometimes to come out it marcus. happens and i accept these kinds of reviews as long as they're five stars marcus i'm gonna i'm gonna lift the curtain from the podcast for two seconds sure. uh, i hope you don't mind last week we did hawkeye mm-hmm. and you were dreading it a little bit i was you were dreading it a little bit because lots of different reasons but it ended up being a fantastic conversation that i think people would really like what do you think i think people would love to listen to us talk about hawkeye i was doing the clips for the hawkeye episode and i was laughing and having a good time re-watching it. So it's a good episode, a good conversation. And if you watch Hawkeye, it's a good episode to have people listen and talk about. Guys, if we can't make ourselves laugh, what's the point of us trying yeah, to make you laugh? Yeah. Hello, hello, Nick Mason in the chat. Thanks for joining us, beautiful boys. As you guys can, every 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, usually on Thursdays at twitch.tv slash now try this cast. But this week we're doing Monday because we got a birthday boy coming it's up me. this week i'm the birthday you're gonna be boy. 37 years old 32 years old 32 years young 20 get, oh can i tell my you something i was talking dropped yet. with <laughs> i was talking with my partner's mother this morning she called we talked it was nice uh-huh. she's like what do you want for your birthday because my birthday's coming up next month mm-hmm. she asked how old i was i said lexi said 32 and her mom went what he's that old and i was like <laughs> no stop i'm not doing it i'm not doing i'm not doing my birthday this yep. uh this month i'm not doing i'm not gonna be 32 i will be 29 this year i have decided margaret's do not wish yep. me a happy birthday everyone out there ignore my birthday i'm 29 I'm still in my 20s. I'm looking fresh, looking hot. Yep. And that is what we are keeping it. That's where I'm at, too. I'm 29. It, that is it. I, I'll be 32 when I have a kid. <laughs> then I can be just 32. a couple of just a couple of late 20s, sexy uh, boys here and uh, doing their mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's fine. 
That's right. Now, Marcus, before we get into Encanto, there's a lot to say. There's a lot to do. We're not going to spend too much time not doing it. I want to check in with you. We haven't done this in a while. Have you been trying anything new that we haven't oh been able to God. talk about on yeah, the podcast? Yeah, you're right. We've Is there anything going that. on in your life? We've been yeah. busy being good podcast hosts and getting right to the subject matter. That's, no, that's not true. We've been getting <laughs> even farther in tangents. At least this tangent is like the conceit of the show. We usually get even farther. Yeah, I went to go see. I'm starting to look at houses for potential <gasps> purchasing of a house. You're 32. You're 32. Oh, no. If Once I get a house, then I'll accept 32. <laughs> but okay. That until good. then, 29. Yeah, so it's been an interesting process. It's difficult. You got to work with your budget and figure shit out. And also, I live too close to New York City. So proximity to New York City increases houses by like hundred dollars to $200,000. Worth it, though, for that uh, nice slice of Big Apple pie. Love it. Love Cheesecake, it. right. It's pie. New York apple, Big style apple pie sounds good. That was smooth. Big apple. Well, it's like wrong. It's like a misnomer because it's big apple. And then there's like New York cheesecake, which is a pie. So what have I been doing new? Oh, my goodness. Smooth transition. Not too much stuff. I am in the season now where I have realized that this past year has been so busy. I miss so many Oscar contenders and great movies. And now all these lists are coming out of people's favorite movies. And I've missed all of them. So last night I watched Coda. Do you know this movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No. It is an Apple TV original movie. Watch it with Lexi. It's about this family. It follows this one girl. Her mother, father, and brother are all deaf, capital D, and she is not. So she's had to be their like interpreter her whole entire life. And it, it just it, it was just such a nice family drama. It was just so it was tropey but like in the best way possible, right? Like yeah. that feel good tropey kind of way. And it really had something nice to say. The actors were really, really good. The girl, the main girl was fantastic. The father in it was phenomenal. He made me oh, really? cry. I was tear. I was tears by the end of the movie. I hope he gets an Oscar now. I don't yeah. know if he will. It was a quiet performance. No pun intended. Honestly, it's kind of a rude pun, but <laughs> well, cause they don't. Yeah, talk, no, talk I, got, I got it. No, I got Cause, it. Because they don't. They don't. They can't. Someone else loved that joke. Thank you. Hal Barica Hal just uh, resubscribed with his Amazon Prime. We're subscribing uh, at tier one on Twitch. Guys, you can subscribe to us on Twitch for free with your Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So get mm-hmm. in there. But yeah, are you going to watch Coda? Yeah, I think I am going to watch Coda. I, I okay, worked we'll a lot with deaf communities in my last job because we had it was a theater company and so they had a lot of performances that were interpreted by hands-on which is a company in new york that does sign interpretation for theater so we had a lot of deaf families come in and it was really nice seeing the kind of mix of like the husband is deaf but the wife isn't deaf and the kid is deaf or like whatever kind of mix of that happening yeah and who has to translate for who and like it's it was really interesting yeah i'll 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 spoil one little scene from it just because to play off of what you're just saying that one point the main girl asks her mom do you wish i was deaf and the mom says yes because i thought you would hate me and not be able to relate to me if you weren't like me Mm. and that's just one of those things that you anybody can relate to right that disconnect from your family that disconnect to be going on and speaking of family drama let's get into our review today of in Canto. Wow, Marcus. you really did cut yourself off to, to to refocus the podcast. I'm inspired. I'm inspired. Listen, this is the hard work. I'm doing God's work over here. Marcus, uh-huh. the Disney film, the 60th animated film from Disney. 60th. Wow. What a number. I wonder, I, we should, at the end of the podcast, we should take a look to see how many and we've only, seen. I think only I've seen two most of, them. of 60 were about Hispanic families. That's that's impressive that you could ignore an entire race for that long. It's very good. Good work, Disney. I feel like you're making a joke. Group of people. Well, 
I feel like you're making a joke, but I what's the second one? Coco. That's Pixar. Oh, no, but it's Disney still. It's under the Disney umbrella. No, yeah, but it doesn't count towards that original. Oh, it doesn't count towards film. the 60? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So the first studio is in under the umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the first. Oh, that's yeah. embarrassing. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, when I was watching this, I did I was painstakingly aware like this is one, this is Colombians, and then we had one with African Americans. Mm-hmm. I'm done speaking. That was more no. We had one with Pacific Islanders, which was nice. Moana, uh-huh. I love Moana. Mulan. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Oh, you know what? Mulan is a great film. I Mulan, love Mulan. is fantastic. Mulan is great. And I and I feel like people don't knock it and it from being like culturally insensitive. No, Aladdin. Aladdin is awful. Aladdin is the most culturally insensitive thing you could do because they were like, you know that place, the the Middle East? Yeah. And they're like, Yeah. Yeah, it's about that place. Yeah, but like what? Like where well, which part? Like what, what culture? What why, what part? It's yeah, all but like Aladdin's very, fucking very great. No, no, no. The Aladdin's brown people. Fucking great. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great film. It's a great film. You know, and Lion King is lions. But Marcus, the 60th animated film in Canto, I was highly anticipating this film for lots of different reasons. One, I love Disney movies. Another, this current era of Disney films, I think some people, I think people are gonna look back on it with way more fondness than I think we are currently doing. But I think starting with Tangled, when they went to this 3D style, I think that was the first one, I think is when this renaissance, like people talk about the Silver Age and the Golden Age. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're going to call this age, but I think it's Tangled, Frozen, Moana, this film. I I might be missing one in there. But this this current era of Disney and Disney princesses and Disney animated films, I have been loving it. I've been so all about it. Hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda is one of my idols. He's from our island. I love him so much. I love everything he's ever done so far. But I'm curious about you. We know I'm a Lin-Manuel Miranda head. We know I love musicals. We know I love animated films. We know I love all these things. Yeah. This, I'm a sucker for this. I was going to love this no matter what. You are able to be a little more critical than I am about these things. <laughs> just a little. I think you like these okay. things a lot, too. Uh-huh. But just a little, I think. So set me up. What did you know beforehand? Were you excited to watch this? When did you watch this? How did you watch this? So Encanto was a... I'm sorry. I think you said it wrong. Encanto. Thank you so much. Encanto you are Puerto Rican. You should let people know Encanto. that you are la- la- uh, Latin. Come on. Um, Encanto was on my radar for like for a minute and I was excited to watch it. But then it came out and I just I didn't even know it came out with the pandemic going on. It's hard to know pandemic. what's only in theaters and what's like streaming and what's available where and i the pandemic to... has made a whole wrench in all of theater going yes. experiences for the last two years yes. right yeah There's so many things i just missed the boat on i just don't know where it is what's going on it's exactly crazy. yeah and it's like okay how long is it going to be in theaters versus when is it going to go into streaming like that's a huge like thing you have to take into consideration because if it's only given any theaters for a limited time then it's probably not worth it. Just watch it at home. And I yeah. for, I love going to the movie theaters. You know, like I know you went a lot more than I did, but like I it's something I do enjoy. I would go once a week. But once a week's a lot. Once a week's a it's lot. It's a lot. It's a good amount. That's a lot. That's more than most people. But like they with everything going on, I still don't feel super comfortable going to the movie theaters. Yeah. So this was something I was like, whenever it's on streaming, that's when I watch it. And eventually you gave it to me for the podcast. So now I'm watching it for the podcast. I'm happy to talk about it. I'm excited to talk about it because there's a lot going on. Lin-Manuel Miranda, I, we could talk a little bit more about, but I have opinions and I will, I will wait till we're ready to talk about him. I, I'm going to say this uh, right off the bat. I was looking at a list of people, somebody's, or Rotten Tomatoes, like top 10 movie musicals mm-hmm. of the year of what's come out. 
and four out of the top five Rotten Tomatoes have been Lin-Manuel Miranda works. Yeah. There was In the Heights, Encanto, Tick, Tick, Boom, He's Vivo, great. and West Side Story were the five. Yeah. Which he even has a connection to because he helped translate it on Broadway mm-hmm. for Spanish. So, like, he is he is on the pulse. He is here. He is doing this. And I've been excited about this because he has been working on this for years. Now, when Disney scooped him up for Moana to help with that music, he helped with that music. Like, yeah. he came in later to the process, did the songs. They are his songs, but he wasn't involved. This one, I he I think he has a co-writing credit yeah. um, because he was there from its inception, like, there mm-hmm. to be involved with it. You know, in hindsight, you know, I, I, I would be really curious to know how much he did, how much the main two directors... How much the assistant director, how much the screen play writer, how much all these people really did. From what I seen, from what I saw a little bit while looking into it, there is a an ebb and flow, like a little bit. Like sometimes he would write something like a song or something, and then like it would yeah. inspire the character's design a little bit more, and and that's yeah. kind of like how it worked. And so they versa. played off each other a little bit, which yeah. I love. I I would say people. I think some people think Lin-Manuel is overrated some people don't like him some people love him too much mm-hmm. I will say this no matter what argument you have and you can tell by the way everyone every ever talks about working with him he is probably right now the best collaborator we have I agree. he comes to the table and he knows how to use the people around him inspire mm-hmm. them yeah. you know I remember just telling Lexi a story about Hamilton where Leslie Odom Jr. heard his song wait for it for the first time and he was like this ain't it yeah uh, this this isn't it this is like I I'm not I'm, I don't know what this is like da 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 this is weird I don't like it this isn't gonna this isn't gonna be it and then he was obviously so wrong it's like one of the big moments of the show where like Aaron Burr sings a song and it kind of uh, dictates how the whole show is framed and he was like yeah yeah now I just trust Lynn. I just trust Lynn. <laughs> I'm wrong and he's right you know but that's awesome I well I guess we're talking about living the around this so let's talk about him I will say sure. this I have zero problems with him I think he's a genius I think he's incredibly talented I think he's one of the most talented like musical artists right now I think he is multifaceted hit after hit after hit he's he's able to create so much my main issue isn't an issue with Lin-Manuel Miranda my main issue is with capitalism and corporations where they if you if something's hot right now they oversaturate it and they have a tendency especially with minorities to only hire the minorities that have been vetted by society already yeah and so that's why in a lot of things that are hispanic you see the same five people in it and a lot of things see, it's that the same are, with blacks it's the same with asian americans it's the same, same with, all yes, over, yeah. yes so casting yeah. wise it's like yes exactly in the chat they're saying it's basically tokenized like yeah it's like we yeah. found the one good minority let's like elevate him and make him do everything that has to do with that race and it's like that's that's not good. That's not a good way of living yeah. in a society and having representation. It's like you're throwing crumbs at us. And it's like, ah, oh, yes, yeah. finally, we get some representation. And we have to hold on to that little crumb and be so grateful that you gave us a fucking one Hispanic Disney movie. Thank you. You know, like, so that is my main problem. I feel like he is kind of the face of that for Hispanics right now, which isn't his fault at all but it just is kind of annoying i will say that i I agree with everything you're saying i I will say though just to play devil's advocate on the other side it's kind of the thing where it's like it's so it's i'm not saying like it's it's necessary like these are first steps like there's such a discussion to be had that honestly would take more than this podcast and honestly take more experts than we are about what are the steps we need to do to be able to get our stories across 
Like, is this the first step? Are we doing it wrong? Yada, yada, yada. But it, it makes me think of this conversation makes me think of a story I heard about Tyler Perry. Uh, this one actor who worked on Broadway came to speak at our school and he talked to all the uh, people of color in the acting department. And he was talking and somebody asked him about Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry is another one where people he is also tokenized. Right. People think to the point where he caricatures the black community to agree that is harmful to the black community. People think that mm -hmm. people think that up and down. And he thought that the actor thought that, you know, he agreed mm -hmm. with that. But then he got a job as a one day guest star on one of his shows and he went there and he was like the cameraman was black my costumer was black everyone on set was black tyler perry has given us jobs you know so yeah. and and, he, and, and tyler perry will even talk about it. He's like yes I, this is happening everything you're saying is granted but uh, what oh i just i feel like i just watched something where it's like oh we talked about it in last night in miami we talked a lot about this in last yeah, night in miami yeah, yeah. remember that where it basically it's like am i bending a knee for the white man yes but by doing it i'm getting power and money and that is how i win that is how we win is yeah. that correct i don't know but that is the argument on no one of the for sides, sure i know? get that but also at the same time i think that like the fact that like it happens at all is so wrong and it's something that needs to be mentioned oh yeah totally in an episode I mean, that we're a, talking about the fact this. that when you go to watch hamilton everyone in the audience is white yeah is the problem right mm -hmm. yeah Sure. at the end of the day yeah we're doing they do stuff about it they give away free tickets they try to get people there but and then that also comes into this film right mm -hmm. because Encanto you know it is a, a Disney film there we make jokes about it all the time but Disney is a corporation they silence people who disobey them they do not <laughs> let people pirate any of their stuff to yeah. such a degree they are such a they are the biggest conglomerate in the entertainment field and they control it with a vice script you hear mm -hmm. the stories of the people being their cartoon characters in the parks and what they have to go through yeah. you hear about the degree and however the fact, oh i was gonna say and the fact that they buy like characters from you and they own it forever and they try to like write contracts yeah. that steal the characters and your like life's work so that we can never have access to them again and your family will stop yeah gaining money from yeah. the work your father did however around. my god did i love this film yeah that yes. being said that being said this <laughs> film was fun <laughs> but it just has to be said like i just feel like 100%. it has to be said you know yeah. and we can I get into how great I, yeah. and wonderful the film is and that it's it's great that it exists i think it's awesome yeah. because i think like just representation matters so much you get to see yeah. like the fact that kids will be watching this movie is incredible yeah i haven't felt like this since we did spider-man into the spider-verse i mm. think that watching God, i fucking love that movie watching something on screen on a big screen on a big budget and it being everywhere and everyone praising it with people that look like you is something that can't be quantified i can't explain it to my white friends I can't explain it to someone who doesn't has has gone their whole life watching content and not seeing them or their families and then getting the chance to do it. It's how I felt watching in the Heights for the first time mm -hmm. on stage. I'm an actor. I'm uh, I was a stage actor first and I, I did a lot of white people shit. I mm -hmm. we had West Side Story and that's it. I didn't get it. Like I was like, yeah, sure, I'll be in Fiddler on the Roof. Love this show, great. Mm -hmm. But then I saw the Heights and I was like, oh, that's me, and that's so special. And I felt that here, and I also felt that during Into the Spider Verse, where it was like the fact that that character was black and Hispanic was a part of who he was, not who he was. 
Like, yeah. I don't know how to explain that better, but that's also what this movie does. It is such a celebration. At no point did I feel... <sighs> Do some people feel marginalized and tokenized by this movie? Probably. I can't belittle what they're saying. Did I? Because these characters were treated with such care in in my eyes in this film that I didn't feel I didn't feel short shrifted at all. Oh. I felt like this movie had such as much care in its story and characters. Frozen did, or Tangled, or Beauty and the Beast, or Lion King, hmm. or any of Disney's tentpoles. Uh, honestly even more than coco coco i love if you watch it back i think it feels a little like a cop-out because it all takes place in a skeleton world it's all uh, like meta okay. jokes about hispanic yeah. culture it's about yeah. it's about what mexicans do it's not about being mexican while yeah. this movie is about being colombian it's about being in that community there it are is. things here but that being know. said they still are in a society that is separate from the rest of the world because they escaped which is like yeah, but, interesting but, 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 but dude but whoa whoa let's, let's start right there right at the fucking beginning great. yeah let's start right at the fucking beginning mm-hmm. this movie starts with showing a colombian civil war true and yeah. having the family run away and that's why the encanto gets created mm-hmm. marcus they let this story start with a hispanic civil war in colombia whoa it's kind of crazy. Yeah. The fact that they showed that and that was the story and that's something mm-hmm. that's relatable, like just Hispanics of any nationality, you know, having to leave their home and come to a, a different country is something that so many people can relate to. Yeah. And that and that thought of you going there is your encanto, your enchantment, your home, your safe haven. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much there's so much talk all this time about, you know, why would you come here? Why are you going to come to this country? Why, you know, uh, immigration? is something that's talked about in such a high topic that the the human aspect always gets so lost you know yeah but like you know not everyone gets the chance to have a magical house and magic powers but that feeling of that enchantment that Mm -hmm. that blessing of the miracle is what i feel like people feel when they get out of their shitty situations i feel like my family felt that when they got off the island and got to the states you know yeah i get that okay so this movie starts <laughs> with a civil war and then we meet maribel Madrigal. what did you think of maribel so it starts off with maribel pretty much immediately yeah. singing a song about like hey i'm gonna show you my family i'm gonna introduce you to everybody and set up the yeah. universe and it's typical musical you know opening number yeah it's the bonjour at the beginning of beauty and the yep. beast it's arabian nights and aladdin it's God, no, it's Bonjour is such a good opening song. Bonjour. Bonjour. Yeah. It's 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 All the you prototypical. people are fucking stupid and I love yeah. to read my books. <laughs> it's great. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and this one does that. It, it, does, it that. does that. And it was much needed too because I feel like the family is big. The the concept of the world too is pretty unique. So without yeah. that explanation, I feel like a lot of viewers would be lost. And also to speak about it, the non-nuclear family, right? Mm-hmm. Is something you don't see that much Uh, we know it well in this family maribel lives with her mother her father her aunt her uncle her cousins her grandma they all live under the same house yeah there's so many people that don't know what that is and what that's like. It we do. Stressful. We know what that's like. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, no. Oh, I no, definitely I lived, know what that was yeah, like. <laughs> I lived with my grandma most of my adolescence because we had to for lots of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And we had uncles and cousins coming and going all the time. Yep. You no, know? At one point, I was living in a two-bedroom apartment in the Bronx with my grandma, my two uncles, my mom, my brother and my sister just all there and then at one point 
my aunt decided to come and stay like for a week. So it was seven people in a tiny two bedroom apartment. It was a lot. There were a lot of cots and sleeping on the floors. Yeah. And and the whole song is the celebration of this big family right mm -hmm. at the beginning. Now, I'm going to tell you right off the bat my feelings about this movie. When I first watched it, I thought, huh, what a weird movie. <laughs> I, I, and I, I was, I, it was, it's just so unprototypical, mm -hmm. anti-prototypical. It's so against the grain for so many things that I know about Disney and these movies yeah. that I was just like, I left like not expecting any of it. So I was just like, wow. I mean, I cried. I loved it. I was, but I was sure. like, huh, why did they do this? Why did they do that? This, oh, this is so weird. What a weird movie. And then the next day I was still thinking about the movie. And the next day I was still thinking about the movie. And the next day I was still thinking about the movie. And I was like, oh shit, I need to watch the movie again. And then I watched it again. And I was like, wow. Now that I know what I was supposed to be expecting mm -hmm. to this movie, I think it's genius and there's nothing wrong with it at all. <laughs> I didn't so, need to watch it twice, so it's okay, not perfect. That's fair, know, but that is how I feel. That's fair. I will say this: now. the I don't think we should go step by step in the movie because I think we should talk about like no. highlights, favorite characters, songs, things we didn't like, didn't like, and we could jump around a lot because I think it just it, the plot's pretty straightforward. It is. What's Marabella the plot? is like, hey. Oh no, the family Marabelle. house is cracking. We're falling apart. And then yeah. she says, so Something the is wrong. Something <laughs> is happening to them. Something is happening. So it's uh, this. Okay. So it's a family and they all have superpowers except Maribel. But something is happening. The miracle is getting lost. She's on a mission to try to solve it. it turns out the solution was love and family. <laughs> and then it's fixed. But that's, that's the thing. The whole movie takes place at the house. What Disney movie isn't some torrent adventure exactly. across landscapes? Yes. And there's, no villain there's no villain which i do want to talk about for a, a little bit because while i i you think whatever you want i don't think it <laughs> ruined the movie or anything like that like don't don't i am gonna say this and i'm gonna talk to you and i don't want you to to like attack me because <laughs> I, I feel oh, I'm gonna i feel you. bad about I'm gonna saying you. anything wrong about this movie even though i like it i don't think not having a villain made the movie suffer but not having a villain felt like it didn't have the button on it that a lot of disney movies have where it's like this is a complete story but that's a good thing in my opinion because frozen at the end of frozen one it's the button the movie's over i no longer need to be in the world of frozen i don't need a frozen two i get me out of frozen i don't need a frozen tv series a frozen play i don't need more frozen things frozen one was good enough now granted frozen two gave me the banger into the woods or lost in the woods which is fucking great but still that being said i didn't need more frozen at the end of tangled I didn't need more Tangled. At the end of all these movies, I don't know. I don't that Tangled animated show is supposed to be really good. Sure. And I might watch it, but I didn't I need agree. more. Disney Agreed. gave me more, but I didn't need more. <laughs> but, at the, but I watched this, and at the end of it, it, the story felt so personal and so intimate that it felt like, okay, cool. Now we've established all these characters and I like them. Give me more. It was the yeah. one of the first Disney movies I've watched in a while where I was like, okay, cool great i want more now where is yeah. more so like i want a second movie with a villain i want a, a tv series with villains or something interesting going on like i wouldn't mind seeing more of these characters in another film and i think that's great yeah i i i, I completely agree i think you're completely right i think i think the the fake out of bruno mm -hmm. being the villain and then not being the villain 
was so satisfying. It was such a redirect. Yeah. I didn't know where this movie was going. I was there and I was like, are we leaving the house? <laughs> this is why I needed to watch it a second time because I was like, this is setting up to leave the house. She just had a big song yep. about going out there going and finding on an a adventure. Miracle, yep. And she, and she hasn't left the house. There's no big adventure and there's no big villain to defeat. It was just, it was Oh, weird. and then I'm like, oh, she's she literally puts on her bag to go mm-hmm. figure it out. The vision. I'm like, oh, she's on an adventure. Great. Yes. Oh, it's in the room. And how? Oh, she's out. Okay. Oh, okay. She oh, Bruno. Don't talk about Bruno. Okay, he's the villain. Got it. Got it. Got it. And then we meet Bruno. I'm like, oh, he's he's not the villain. <laughs> Who's the villain? I mean, a little bit the grandma. The grandma. Uh, like we let's talk about the grandma. The grandma is definitely as close to a villain as we're gonna get. From this uh, yeah, movie. but how perfect was the gra- like? So I don't I don't know about you, but she's great. The this, grandma was a perfect this, character. This conceit that the elder of the Hispanic family is too stuck in her ways. And is too conservative is so correct. Yes. I mean, how many grandmas and abuelas don't talk to their kid because they're LGBTQ? How many uh, kids don't talk? Grandmas don't talk to their kids because they married a black guy mm-hmm. or a white guy. Mm-hmm. You know, how many yeah. grandmas and grandpas don't like talk to their kids because they became an actor or they went to be a chef when they should have been an architect? Mm-hmm. Like that is such like I know it happens such in a white families. Hispanic grandma thing. I, I know it does, but the, the Hispanic grandma is just it hits different. <laughs> It hits different. It's like, okay, here's what what happens sort of that's a little different from the white families. The Hispanic grandma in a lot of families is the first person who made the trip here. They did it so that oh, way yes. they could have a better life, and but not them. They did it so they could give their children and their children's children a better life. And so when they yeah. set up themselves and they've done all this work, you know, especially in this movie, the grandfather died. Like she lost everything she had to make this trip, to make this journey. What are you doing? What yeah. what are you doing with the gift I've given you? Is a lot of the is the is that like where that comes from? I think Hispanic guilt is such a real thing, and I think what you're describing is also really really well portrayed in another Lin Manuel Miranda thing with um Abuela Claudia's song in In the Heights. I think mm. also like what she did to come from Cuba to come here is yeah. like that same thing you're talking about. Yeah, I think the thing that that I wanted to almost talk to you the most about about this film because I know you can relate generational trauma this is a movie about generational trauma this is a movie, a yeah. disney animated musical <laughs> movie that the main theme the main point the thing the whole thing is about we find out that's the answer to the whole puzzle mm-hmm. is the grandmother's trauma has influenced her entire family for three generations it's true maribel is the way she is because of the trauma the grandma felt and they address it there's a song in Dos Ogritas when the abuela goes from having a husband to not having a husband to being a widow and having to mother these three children. And she puts on the symbolic black shawl. It's literally the weight of her grief and trauma, the burden she has given herself, exactly what you're describing. Yeah. And you see how it affects everybody's personality from Bruno to Julieta to Peppa to Maribel and the grandkids. Yeah. It's generational trauma is so real. It is so real. And it really made me think about what I have and what I don't have and how I am because of my mother and Mm -hmm. my grandmother and like what they did and why I am the way there's so many times now that I think you would describe me. I know Lexi would sometimes is I am stubborn. One of my personality quirks of me as a person is my stubbornness. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it means I'm smart and strong willed. Sometimes it's annoying because I'm so stubborn. (laughs) 
But the reason I'm so stubborn is because mm. of that generational trauma. Because mm. I see the way that my mother was treated by my grandmother, and my mother rebelled against my grandmother the same way that is happening in this movie. And she went out and did her own thing, and I see that relationship. And my mother was so erratic in her life because of the foundation my grandmother set that now I need that foundation back and I'm a rock. Mm -hmm. It's hard to budge me. And that's what that's this so movie's talking about. Yeah, that's a really good point. That, oh, yeah, God, what every is, song in this what about is you? Like so powerful. Me? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, what, what was this saying? I said during the movie that the the like most fictional uh, thing about this movie is that the abuela changes her mind at the end of it. <laughs> It's hard because I feel like, uh, you know, sometimes grandmas, they just they are steadfast in their ways and they will not yeah. change or budge for anything yeah. and not being willing to like Stuff. accept who people are, you know. And yeah, is my 65, 70 year old abuela going to go to therapy? No, exactly. Yeah. And it's really yeah. interesting to kind of have to deal with that. And like, I don't know, just like, you know, the same thing, like you you deal with the sort of like. It, I think people don't realize that even though this is sort of like the land of opportunity, you come here and it takes a few generations for people to really feel the advantages of even being in this country, you know, yeah. like my yeah. both my grandmas on both sides came here and, you know, like they weren't living lavish lives. They weren't getting all these benefits from the government and how like, you know, they were yeah. struggling and th because they were struggling. Then, you know, my mom was struggling. And then because my mom was struggling, like I was struggling, you know, and like it takes a few generations to kind of crawl out of that hole, which I feel like a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And and just it, it blows my mind that that's what this movie is about. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. And generational trauma, I feel like, is a newer buzzier kind of word and thing that people have been sure. talking about in the last couple of years as we've been contending with and we've been slowly ripping away the seams of therapy and figuring out ourselves and trying to better ourselves over the last like 10 years i feel like people have really like come to terms mm -hmm. with this thing about yeah you know we we do come from our mothers and our parents and you know they tried the best they could but there are coping mechanisms that we have because of that that maybe we don't need now and this is how we grow right 100 and and the fact that this movie is about that is just wild it is, it is quite, it is crazy. It is that by the time crazy. you get to Dos Ogritas, Storm Lantern 333, I cry every time I hear Dos Ogritas. I do too, because the fact that this whole movie culminates in the grandmother realizing that she has lost sight of loving her granddaughter and loving her children, and that coming to terms of that, that Dos Ogritas telling the story of trauma through song, and the fact that they show that song in flashback yeah. and let Maribel watch that. I was wasn't sold on Maribel watching these inner thought songs throughout this whole time until I got to this moment. I'm like, oh, shit, this is really working. And mm -hmm. then to let the whole song be in Spanish. I didn't get all the words. I'm not a native Spanish speaker. It's my second language. I got some of it. I did mm -hmm. not get all of it, but it hit me. Yeah. It hit me yeah. right away because yeah. that is my that is my familiar lang familial language. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they they don't you do one or two words in Spanish, then you go to the yeah, English yeah. and then you do this thing. <laughs> The whole song is in Spanish. I love that. I love that. You know, it's so funny. I was thinking about this. There is a disconnect for people when they view things. 
right? Like sometimes I see people watch a movie who are like, or like racist people will like a movie that's about like, like Encanto or something, or like people yeah. who are anti-communist or Republican will be like, watch i don't know some movie where it's like the whole message is like stopping capitalism and they're like yeah i love this movie and it's like okay but like did you get the message did you appreciate the message and so sometimes sometimes i watch a movie like this and i'm like are there racist people watching this just like not getting the message or like still yeah. remaining like very anti-immigration a hundred percent probably uh storm lancer in the chat you feel it i don't speak spanish but his emotion behind it in that song hits you in the heart yes everybody yeah. brings their a game in this song i will say just to just to hop around stephanie beatrice who is from brooklyn 99 mm -hmm. she was in the heights she voices maribel i was shocked by one how well she's saying but two, how she personified this character. At no point did I hear her. I heard Mirabelle the whole time. And yeah. she sang it lovely. And that's true all the way through the entire canon of this movie. Everybody think, was pitch perfect. I, I think she specifically also is a good, pretty good voice actress. Because like the voice she does for Brooklyn Nine-Nine isn't her real voice. Her voice yeah, is very high-pitched. And like, I don't want to say it's, it's annoying or anything, but it is like, it is higher, even higher than this. Like this is a middle yeah. ground between the two voices. So it, I mean, that's a talent. She's great. Yeah. A hundred percent. She sings it with care and ease. And the fact that we have, you know, the fact that we uh, uh, just, the fact that we have so many different shades and sizes of people in here, I feel like mm -hmm. it's, it's a trope to say, because I know in that my cynical mind that yes, nowadays you have to have uh, this hue and this hue and this hue of person you need to have this size and this size and this size of person mm -hmm. but the reason i think it worked in here the reason that luisa being more heavy set the reason you know antonio being darker the reason that these things didn't feel trivial to me or tokenized was because it all made sense like in their character like yeah. antonio's father the theo that's with pepe who joined the family is afro latino he is dark skinned mm -hmm. but for whatever reason, I don't see, I don't know if it's the acting or the personalization they did, but at no point am I feeling like, okay, we just put a, we just put a dark guy in here. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, he's dark. That's what he is. If it, it felt, I don't know if it's, you know what it is. I, and maybe this is racist even in my own uh, mind. Maybe, maybe this is something I got to contend with. He seemed like people back home from me. Like, I mm. think people, I think people's hue affects who they are. You know, like, I, mean, I think, yes, you know, I, I think I think the way he is, the big braggadocious way he is, being black man with that size body, the way he carries himself with jolliness but strength reminds me of people from my neighborhood, mm -hmm. you know? So it doesn't feel like tokenized. It doesn't feel like it put on. And yeah. that's true for all the different shapes and sizes of everyone in this movie. Yeah, I mean, just look at us. Like, <laughs> we are both Puerto Rican and two very different yeah. colors, you know? Yeah. It's just like there it, it runs the gamut of colors like you get everybody yeah. and the representation is is very evident in this movie. Yeah. So just to jump around because we can let's talk about some of the songs. I mean, pick, pick one and we'll talk about it. Like, let's let's talk about some of this music because a Disney movie musical is not a Disney movie musical without bops without this music and this music. Uh, dude. The, oh my the, god i wanted to, this like the, this soundtrack is beating all the records like everywhere really? yeah it's it went it's viral it's topping the billboard 200 charts it reached we don't talk about bruno reached number five on the billboard hot 100 oh my god really that and makes sense like that's that higher than let it go was that song's been going crazy on tiktok too yeah which is really yeah. awesome because it's so good 
Let's it talk about really it. Good. It is. Really talk to me about. Good. We don't talk about Bruno. Don't talk about it. Talk about Bruno. Oh man, I was. I was. In, I was going to talk about the the drip drip drip. What's that song? Luisa. Okay, we'll do pressure. that pressure. Okay, let's yeah. do that one first, and then we'll go back to Bruno. Surface pressure. But Luisa sings a song called Surface oh, Pressure, which I think is more in line with what we were just talking about too. That's why I kind of want to transition yeah. to this one. But the fact that, like, the way this movie is set up is set up to have the abuela be at the top, right? And it's like she feels, like we mentioned earlier, she has, like, I did all this work. I have all these expectations, all this pressure that I'm putting on the next generations because I survived this trauma, like you said. Yeah. And so because of that, I'm putting all this weight. It's such a genius idea to have it stem from her and kind of trickle down to the other generations because that's true it's this thing that sort of feeds into itself it's like they're putting pressure on you you feel the pressure you need to succeed so you push yourself to succeed they feel like it's justified so they keep putting the pressure on and it just like is a cycle that sucks and you see that in this song and this is the song that i feel like i related to the most where you just have all this pressure to do better to succeed yeah. you know and like yeah that comes from other stuff too in my life but mainly it comes from the fact that like your previous generations weren't successful in life necessarily and so you want to do good by them you want to like make sure that you are putting in the effort and it feels stupid to say but sometimes i feel like i need to have earned my place in america yeah you know what i mean yeah which is 100%. stupid that's and what happens when you're not... first generations college bound and you're, yeah you're, you got it's something you got to prove the first to go to college the first to like do all this stuff it's it's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of weight and it's like if you granted you know if i fail the world's not gonna end nothing bad's gonna necessarily happen but you still feel like you just have something to prove and it's for no reason other than existing i exist in a place that like my grandmother wasn't born in and so i feel like this pressure that i need to like yeah. prove myself to other people yeah and i think I, I disagree with you so much i think that the character of louisa is just is uh, it's, it's funny because i used to um I used to act a lot for different health classes and uh, rehab things. You've heard me talk about it a million mm -hmm. times. But one of the things that we did a lot was an alcoholic family. And we did an alcoholic family because the whole point is if you get help, you also need help for your family. Because if you go back in an environment that's toxic, you, it will, you will just backslide. Yeah. But, that, but the thought of – but the thing that happens in those families is something that happens with families with trauma, not necessarily alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And some of those things are the codependent. Mm -hmm. Louisa doing everything she can to make sure everything stays afloat. The golden child, the person that thinks they have to be perfect. Yeah. Isabella. Yeah. The scapegoat, the one everyone blames for everything going wrong. Mirabel. Mm -hmm. They are literally there's the class clown, which is Camilo, always yep. making jokes. Yep, yep, yep. And then and then there's the last one is the invisible child that no one has to that keeps to themselves and make sure no one has to ever talk to them or deal mm -hmm. with them. And and this Dolores. This this is literally sure. like this is pitch perfect of what had happened in a family with trauma. And yeah. Luis's character, the codependent, that pressure is something that, you know, so many people deal with about having to, you know, True. be perfect. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as steady as the earth is. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I feel that all the time, you mm -hmm. know, and I know you do, too. You know, yeah. we you know, the amount of times that, you know, we've cried to each other about things that have hurt us, I can count on one hand because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know you relate to this, too. When you go back to your family, to your brother, to your significant other, you're the bedrock. 
you're mm-hmm. the one. I know you are. You, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're yeah. one of that in my life. You know, I hope I'm that in your life as well. Mm-hmm. But it's that thing of you feeling like if if something goes wrong and I'm not able to be steadfast for them, that everything will fall apart. So I need to be that rock. But that means you're not allowed yourself to feel. Yep. That means you're not allowed to give yourself a break. That yep. means you're not allowed to breathe. And then eventually it ends up to the points where we like crack a little and we're like, <laughs> yeah. And then you you fall under the pressure of everything. Yeah. And then do we learn from our lesson? No, we go right now back out and we be that rock again. <laughs> or, you get Rican, damn it. or you get therapy and it helps a lot. Therapy. Yeah. We both had therapy and it's helped a lot. I'm just, um, but I'm I know we're both that same It's great. Love it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I love that song. I no, the, the only thing that threw me about one. the song because this is the first <laughs> this is the first song where they do that the thing that like Maui does in Moana where while they're singing it's like magic like now we're on the Titanic and now we're like that's fine uh, dancing okay with donkeys. With I wasn't. I wasn't the first time. I thought ah, it was okay. jarring. I thought it was jarring because they threw it, it, it happened in this song. It didn't happen before that. Mm-hmm. And then it happened in every other song. And then I got used to it. Okay. But I didn't like the song as much the first time I listened to it because that was so jarring. I get that. And I was like, what is this? I, and then I, the second time when I was ready for it, I enjoyed it. I was like, this is fun. This is yeah. magical. This is great. I ended up watching this movie twice. And I both times I almost cried during the song. I think every time I listen to it, I'm almost cry. <laughs> it's just very yeah. relatable for me. It's a really good song. Yeah. And also, I mean, just like representation of, of buff babes. Like, let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's bring it up. Because I feel like 100%. they don't. She's tall. She's hot. She's buff. She's of yeah. legal age, I think. It's great. She's 19. I so, we're, it up. so we're going to move <laughs> on to other songs. Let's talk about We Don't Talk About Bruno. Uh, uh, fun fact his name was originally oscar but then lin-manuel had the idea for the song so they changed his name to bruno we don't talk about oscar oscar no, no, no. <laughs> doesn't work does doesn't not quite work. work doesn't quite work and i'm sure you've seen the videos but they had a whole team of latin dancers choreograph this song independently of the animators and the musicians like they gave them oh, really? the finished songs. They choreographed the whole thing, gave it back to the animators, and the animators used almost all of it. You can watch a side by side of oh, them wow. choreographing it with real people in the animation, and like every little like ooh, ooh, is like in the animation. It's like really cool. That's amazing. You know? Yeah, it's really awesome. And that whole song is it does the counterpoint thing where it's the same do 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 like it's really beneath good. the thing that pa 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 while everyone sings it differently mm-hmm. and then it all layers on top. It's my favorite thing you can do in a musical. And they do it here beautifully. I, like I remember that a sitting lot. there like, oh, this is a weird song when it started. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> and then someone else is taking verse, I'm like, oh. And someone else taking moves, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> then he take the last picks. I'm like, we don't talk about no. It's a catchy oh, it song. Fucking... Such a banger. Oh. I feel like a criticism that people give Lim Manuel Miranda is that a lot of his songs sound similar, but I feel mm. like that nah, it is true. Like there are some songs in here that are like, okay, that sounds like another song that you've done or that sounds like in your style. As an artist, you can only create so much that's different in, you know, while yeah. remaining true to yourself. But we don't Dude, talk about Elton John did a whole bunch of Disney things. They all sound the same. Alan Menken, one of the best composers in the fucking world, did Little Mermaid and Little Shop and shit. Yeah. He uses themes. They all sound the same. They sound like Disney movies. Like they made Disney. That's what it's all, it's all sounds the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. What? Because his has like Latin theme, Latin themes that keep coming up and up again. He's a fucking, use the same racist. 
People that say that are racist. <laughs> okay, I won't they go have that no far. problem when white people do it. No, I will. No, now you got me in my house. Everybody that thinks Lin Manuel reuses stuff is racist because white people reuse stuff all the time. But because it doesn't have Latin twang to it, they have a problem with it. Uh, okay, sure. <laughs> Fight me. But that song is great. It's choreographed really well, especially, I mean, there's no reason not to do that, right? Like nowadays you can map like the animation to a, a dancer and then have it just follow the dance movements and do it exactly. So that's great. Like it's easy to do. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Yeah. What do you think's going on through the mind of like these creators as real life? They're like trying to map out these songs to like the story they've written. This feels like a transition to a game and I hate you. Uh, well, you're about to find mind? out because we're going to do it ourselves. Roll the clip. Now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia this. And we are back. Marcus, there's only one thing that I know collectively we love more than Disney. And it's kind of a cop-out because it's Marvel. We talked about it last week. Uh -huh. What's the best thing about Marvel? The cinematic universe. What mm -hmm. if, now that we've gotten some Disney superheroes here, what if we had a Disney shared universe what would that look like how would that movie look how would that movie sound marcus what? you and i right now we're gonna write a treatment for the disney shared universe film disney unlimited <laughs> working title <laughs> title pending so like kingdom hearts 100 percent. okay got it but only with this so not with, with final fantasy yes well okay that's racist against final fantasy characters it's not so we, you and I are going to make a pitch right now. We're going to send it to Disney. We're going to try to get made and get that money, get that guac. Sure. How are we going to share these princesses and these superheroes and these people with all these powers and share them in a universe? What are we going to do to justify it? How are we going to do it? Are uh -huh. we going to do multiverse of madness? Are we just going to assume they've always been in the same universe, Marcus? Sure. These are the questions you are answering. Start off by making me this movie. <laughs> just now how would you like this movie you? to start okay yeah so because a lot of disney movies are yeah. based on like stories from different countries and like kind of take place in those countries there's no reason that they can't just all be set in the current in in a version of earth that allows for play with time and space Right. I think time is the only thing that you really have to play with. Right. Time is really though, yeah. seems like it takes place around the turn of the century of into 1900s. Mm -hmm. While like Aladdin seem like they're around doesn't take place there. Yeah. Mulan. Yeah. OK. Different time. Yeah. So, OK, we're going to do we're going to do like the, the, the classic when you have different heroes coming in from different universes. That's what we're doing. And otherworldly being needs Ooh. needs a, a, a future situation solved and so he's Ooh. going throughout time what's his name and space gibble gibble and he's going throughout time and space to find these heroes so that way he can save Ooh. so the future. he's gonna so we're gonna do this movie a la we start with gibble oh the tagline calamity reach into the past to save the future oh reach okay remember that right reach <laughs> into the past to save the future, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, guys, and Marcus, I didn't tell you, we're also going to make the music for this film. God damn it. So, the beginning of this film, we start, we open up black screen in a black void. We have a little light being that's cute, that's called Gibble. And Gibble has the power to transcend space and time. 
and he has to reach into the past to save the future. Marcus, pick one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. On, pick one, one of the eight songs by title you think would fit this the best. Start me off with Gibble starting this film. What song does he sing to start off our Disney Unlimited film with his song Reach Into the Past? Okay, I'm picking this song called I had since guys just FY it's going to take me a minute to set these up. So Oh, he's okay. and he's also never heard these before. And I've never heard these before. So you're singing one this you one, right? Create Oh, I'm uh, no, I was yesterday. making you sing it. I'm singing Okay, it? I'll sing this one. I'll sing okay. this one. I'll sing okay. this one. I'm hitting yesterday. Well, okay. no, if you're playing it, you're singing it cuz I have to play it if I'm singing. It. Okay, you play it then. Okay. I'll sing this. A gibble, I'm right? Let me let me find Gibble. Let me find a picture of Gibble. What? Okay. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. To find what I need To find out what I'm gonna be Is it gonna go According to my plan But there are people from the past Who I'm their biggest fan If I take from you All the power you have can you come to me and shape this world I have? Reach into the past to save the future. I can travel in time with just one single word. Gibble, 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 gibble. Reach into the past. Gibble, 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 gibble. Look at my slash. Bickle, gibble, gibble, gibble. <laughs> I am the best. Gibble, 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 gibble. Gonna save the rest. Gibble, 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 gibble. Save the past. Gibble, 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 gibble. The future won't last. Gibble, 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 gibble. Man. I'm the best. Gibble, gibble, gibble. I'll save the rest. That's the opening. That's our. That's our opening song for Disney yeah. Unlimited. Our creature Gibble is traveling out. But Marcus, I found the creature. Where does it's he on go? Screen for where, I see it. It's beautiful. That's Gibble. Where does Gibble go first? Who does he pluck from our Disney chronology <sighs> to start to join his team of I gotta Avengers? Look up Disney characters now. <laughs> okay. No, you can just pick ones you I know. Mean, pick your favorites. Uh, I think he's gonna grab Aladdin. First. You're gonna start with someone without powers. Cool. Aladdin is a master thief. Oh, excuse me, Mister. I love heist films. What is this if not a heist? I'm just surprised you picked the one that's closest to Hawkeye on our potential list of who you, you enjoy. Need, the- you need the heart. You need the corazón. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that's well. How I does that happen? Gibble shows up in where the fuck is aladdin arabia agrabah like agrabah i was like arabia's real that's it's Agri- agrabah gibble shows up in agrabah aladdin is actively is this pre-jasmine or post-jasmine or during a- jasmine i would say post-jasmine like he's sitting around so the he's castle. a prince he's a prince okay so he's he's prince he's not doing shit he's yeah, hanging he's out he's forgot oh oh when gibble shows up he's forgotten his humanity wow. he's been a prince for too long He's he's like shackled by the privilege he now faces, which means Gibble, when he tries to talk to him into it, 
Aladdin at first says no, but during the course of his song, realizes that the heir of his ways, and he needs to join Gibble on this adventure. Marcus, you are going to be singing Aladdin's song with the tune to of For Me on your list. Okay. And you are, this is Aladdin contemplating whether he should go with Gibble to join this adventure. As Gibble walks in, or floats in, or slides in, you picked a very weird creature, I love it. <laughs> Aladdin is there, sitting on the throne, eating some grapes. The genie is hanging out. He doesn't remember what it's like to hang out with people. Maybe he takes a verse. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Oh, there's lyrics to this one. <laughs> oh, are there? Skip this one. Skip this one. <laughs> Shit. I thought I checked them all. I thought I checked them all. Don't do that one. Okay, hold on. Don't do I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna lower, I'm lower. There you go. <laughs> pick, pick another one. Tell me which one you pick. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I'll pick simple piano melody. Okay, or both perfect. of us. I'll pick both of us. I'll pick both of us. Okay, both of us. Okay. I swear to God, I checked them. I'm so upset. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You were vibing. <laughs> I was vibing, and then it was like lyrics. Okay, both of us. Let's go. Boom. 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 Oh, okay. I'm just sitting here, the Prince of Agrabah. I've got my beautiful wife and my carpet. Nothing to do. Uh, I'm so bored. What didn't I give for an adventure? I let Genie go free, and I'm alone. Can't you see? If only someone would help me find an adventure and then gibble comes in and gibble's like come with me i have an urgent task for you say no more my friend i will be with you <laughs> until the end i'll join you to fight whatever fight needs fighting beautiful yes nice and aladdin joins aladdin the joins team the with gibble but then they are sucked against their will. Gibble doesn't have full control of his powers yet. He pulls Aladdin and Gibble onto the next place, onto the next time to grab their next person. And they mm. catch their person in a very precarious situation. Who's oh, that person? precarious situation? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like narratively that's what, how the story, that's how I would write the story. I don't know. But who? who they is it gonna be? go to, hold on, hold on. Wait one second. <laughs> Hold on one second. You know Disney Is it Disney people. and Pixar? No. I don't know which one. I don't know which it's one. Disney. They find Moana. That one's Disney. Great. <laughs> great. You did it great. What's the precarious situation? She is in the middle of Watch it. It's Disney. Dinner. <laughs> with Why is this? Her fan. She's in the middle of uh, a peacetime dinner a peace with time other dinner. tribes. Yeah negotiating a unity mm -hmm. of islands in hawaii mm -hmm. she is doing the thing that joins all of hawaii in that moment yes under one sovereign yeah uh, that sounds good yep whoa that's intense what happened yeah. well we, i don't know we have to sing a song and find out what happened right or it's interrupted she disappears in the middle of it because she's stressed out she goes into a back room and oh, in the so back she's room pissed. is gibble so she's pissed mm -hmm. she's been working for months and months and months to organize this meeting yeah what what is she uh what is she singing about marcus oh i have to sing it i thought you were singing it this time i can what was which one <laughs> take turns. let's do home acoustic you mean far from far from home acoustic or okay. whatever oh oh you pull me away 
after months of work. Do you have any idea the burden I carry for my people? What I have to do? I haven't been on the ocean for... I've been on the ocean for years. I miss the ocean. It's sweet breeze taking my hair. Oh, yes, please. I miss the ocean. My sweet old friend. Once I became queen, it... It turned to the end. Oh, Gibble and Aladdin. You need me now more than I know. Oh, Gibble and Aladdin. You have my ocean by your side. I remember the time I used to adventure, but long ago I lost my way. But you tell me we need to save the future. I'll just say it's time to me for to go to the bay. Take my boats and take my spear. Because this adventure I do not fear will save the future for years to come. And I promise on the way we'll have have some fun. That's Moana's big that big number. As she joins our Avengers Disney team. I love it. This is great. This is looking stacked. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about our pitch. Yeah. We're only doing the intro. Two more people are going to join, and then they got to call us if they want the end of the story. That's true. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. So after Moana decides to join Gibble and Aladdin, God damn it, join Gibble and Aladdin (laughs) on this adventure, who next do they find to join their convoy of Disney people? I'm having a hard time coming up with Disney characters. There's literally sixty of them. The, oh, see, I get which which ones I like. I want to pick Mrs. Incredible because she's thick. Like that's what I want to pick. That's 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 Pixar. Exactly. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Elsa because she actually has powers. Yeah, that's probably the right call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go with Elsa. Elsa has powers. How does that go when she shows up? So Gibble comes and she's talking to Aladdin and Moana. He's like, "You guys are." very talented and i'm so grateful for your assistance but we need we need more we need someone with actual powers who could actually maybe like stand <laughs> well, up has got powers she's got like yeah what's her powers. power it's control the she's friends with the ocean <laughs> she's friends with the ocean so yeah 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 okay so we need more we need more you know like we need okay. we need a particular set of skills ice-based All right. skills okay. okay so i mean what happens so then gibble Goes to find Elsa, and unfortunately, I she's think busy. we need an action set piece at this point <laughs> in the film. Oh, we do. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. It must be a blizzard or something. There's a blizzard. Okay, there's a blizzard that the group has to get through in order to get to Elsa. Yeah, but why is there a blizzard? <gasps> something happened. Oh my God, is Anna okay? Is Anna dead? She has COVID. <laughs> Anna has COVID. Anna is on her deathbed. We won't say she's the on her anymore, deathbed, but Anna is on her deathbed. 
and Elsa is distraught. Mm-hmm. There's a huge blizzard as Moana, Aladdin, and Gibble. This is a fucking dope ass movie. Uh, as Aladdin, <laughs> Aladdin, Moana, and Gibble are climbing the mountain, fighting these snow monsters. Mm-hmm. Aladdin is doing his loop de loops, and Moana has a spear and you know, he's yeah. trying to control the ocean. But there ain't no ocean here. They're on a mountain. But they and finally get to Elsa, they distraught s- over her bedridden sister. What does God she say? Damn it. Uh, she's like, What oh, is. I, I have to go. I know you will be better. And me being around you is only causing you to get sicker. So I have Aww. to leave. I have to go help the future. Oh, and it's this point that Gibble reveals that the unstableness of the future is why this is happening to their worlds. Things that oh, shouldn't yeah. be happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's what it is. Oh, right? yeah. The worlds are yeah. cracking and destroy- yeah, cracking. being destroyed and people are getting weaker. And so Aunt Anna is also getting sick because of yeah. the world fissures. We got this. We got it. Which one have we so, done? What is cinematic uh, dramatic? Yeah, that's right. Let's do that one. Okay. That one's all you. And this is Elsa singing her final words to Ayana I- before she has to go and save the future <laughs> with Gibble, <laughs> Aladdin, and Moana. Pains me to leave you. I don't want to say goodbye. It hurts my heart to watch you cry. I must leave now, for the future needs me, and I know that you want to be here beside me. Oh, Anna, I must go for both of us and our futures. I'm so sorry, sister, but I love you so. Goodbye for now. I must go to the future with Gibble. Let it go. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. Now, as now we're realizing the worlds are colliding, Gibble reveals something. Gibble says, I'm sorry. I lied. I didn't randomly choose you. I needed <sighs> to pick you all for specific reasons for a task. Oh, my unfortunately, God. The last person I have to choose to join us. Oh, thank God you're giving it to me. Gibble. Is not a hero. <laughs> what it's someone even call a villain oh my god marcus what villain is it oh god i want jafar so badly but we already did that world yeah, okay we're gonna jafar grab... would have been fucking great jafar would have been fucking awesome sorry i didn't know this turn was happening no it's okay no, no it's good good hades let's grab hades hades from hercules yeah fuck yeah right. i love hades come on man. hades how you doing well, I'm looking at a list of Disney films. There was some trash uh, in the 2000s. <laughs> I mean, some people revere these films, but they did not do well. Like what, we have after Tarzan about? was Dinosaur, Atlantis, Treasure yeah. Planet, Brother yeah. Bear, Home oh, on the Range, yeah, Chicken yeah, yeah. Little, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt. Oh, yeah. Who gave Bolt, a shit about like Bolt? Bolt was pretty good, wasn't it? I didn't watch it. Oh, I, I hear something crazy. Not being as bad. as Byron Howard co-directed Encanto. He also co-directed Zootopia. Oh. He also co-directed Tangled. He also co-directed Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> Bolt wasn't that bad, from what I remember. Oh, sure. Okay, we got Hades. Wow, Hades. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to break it to you, bro. I can't sing Hades. You have to. I have to sing it? You have to. You're do, you have to do Hades. I'm so sorry. It's so much. You, I okay. couldn't do it justice. Okay. So, as they show up, Hades has just been finally pulled out of that river after mm-hmm. hercules threw him in there he is pissed and he is almost agoraphobic he doesn't even want to leave he's so pissed about everything what happens is he shows up and gibble's like 
you need we need you to save the world. <laughs> Is that uh, okay? After he says we need you to save the world, he's like, ah, I why would I do that? I have I have absolutely no reason to help. And Aladdin all. says, Aladdin says, what do you mean we have to save it? People are in danger. Your world's in danger. And then as he says that, there starts to like like fissures in Hades' home. Hades, yeah. Like Hades starts... named it Hades after himself. That's very conceited. No, it's not. What's what's Hades is called? called... He's in hell. It's Hades. Isn't it? It's Hades. Hades lives in Hades. Hades is the Hades person. Lives Maybe. In Hades. Okay. So anyway, his his home starts to break, and then his favorite vase cracks because of the fissures, and he gets really angry, and then he decides ah! to join them and to stop this from happening because it's affecting him his, personally. His favorite vase. His favorite vase. Yeah, because okay. they had all those like ornate vases, and they had like the the muses singing on the they like. They sang about it. You know. Okay. Well, I'm really curious to see how this song goes. Because I assume it to be a little funny because his reason for joining them to save the world is is a vase. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's see it. Let's hear let's it. Let's see. Let's hear Tri- it. What song do yeah. I pick? A triumphant sounds triumphant. Correct. Okay. Let's see. Oh, that does sound triumphant. <laughs> this is a pretty triumphant song. Good. You're welcome. For my presence, I am blessing you with all my powers. Your terrible team will fail if it wasn't for me the best. For I am Hades, a god, and you are but pests. Now I will go into the future. Forward forever! Yay! Guys, it'll sound a lot better with uh, drums, I promise. It was. It will sound a lot better overall if we, like, you know, wrote it down. Now, here's the thing, Disney. Two more people join before we even get to the big bad. But if you want to find out who it is, uh-huh. you need to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cast <laughs> and join the Patreon to decide how the rest of this story is going yep. to go. Marcus, also, you know, guys, just there's other good stuff there. Uh, there's other good stuff there too on the Patreon. No, not really, just this. <laughs> Marcus, you got. I was keeping track of your points that whole game. Uh, you got ten oh, wow. out of ten. Congratulations, you crushed that game. Thank you, you so did much. It. Thank you, I really appreciate. You it. are the Disney boy. God, I hate that I can see the numbers for the podcast. <laughs> Stress me out. <laughs> well, as you can see them do- going down going more and down, more, right? as you saying more and more. <laughs> so much anxiety during that whole game. <laughs> Marcus, you did fantastic. Great job. But now we get to go back to talking about Encanto. Yes. Yes, we do. Oh, man. I feel like we hit on a lot of good points that I think we that did. people have been talking about a little bit, but a, a lot of reviews haven't necessarily been talking about. A lot of the reviews. I Listen, I love people. I love reviews. But a lot of reviews are like, wow, it's so colorful. It's so nice. It's so happy. It's so cool. Uh, and I'm like, I, those are all true, but like, for sure, some people I've seen have been like, um, generational trauma, um, yes, like yes. Uh, Colombian Civil War, um, and I'm I like, feel yes, like TikTok people have been talking about the like individual like important important parts of this, but on the whole, like, I feel like reviewers, official reviewers, haven't necessarily been talking about it as much. I think some it's because it's a, there, but yeah. I think it's because it's a Disney animated film. I think some people, it's one of those things where almost like Louisa song pressure underneath the surface. This movie, I think, is one of the reasons why it stands so well is it could stand on its own just as a fun Disney romp. 
Like yeah. if you weren't attuned to the non-nuclear family or to the plight of the Hispanic and immigration to all these the generational trauma, like this movie just plays. Like mm-hmm. it just plays well. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. Yeah. I mean, that moment when Antonio gets his powers and you go to his room, it's a beautiful sequence and it's fun and it's jovial. And then when Maribel uh, sings her song about not having powers and she's waiting for a miracle, that just hits. Mm-hmm. That feels like part of your world. That's her part of your world song. That's the see that lie da 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 da. It calls me. Of one, I forget the name of that song. Yeah. Uh, also, Lemon Miranda. But it, it is that song. It's that. Uh, what's the name of this? It's called in musical theater. That's called a want song. The want song is usually done near the top of the show so musical structure is very very blatant it's it's Mm -hmm. there it's it starts with an opening number when you've seen my shows my improv shows that's the reason we do it this way there's an opening number yeah there's a want song which is that there's usually then a villain song there's a a character song which is just like people out in the world then there's the moment of doubt song Mm. and then it resolves at the end the end and that's a structure that most musicals follow in some shape or form and almost all disney movies follow it in some kind of way and this one is not alone it it does that you know it's fantastic yeah because there's all these things under the surface about it you know yeah it's great i think that they do it has great musicality to it and then the story is great the colors are great the characters are great the choreography is great it's just Every piece of it is well thought out and there's thought behind it. Like down to the down to the fact that each part of the family has a color scheme, right? Yeah. Maribel and her side are blue, uh Peppa mm-hmm. uh, and that side are yellow. Yeah. Bruno's green. Like they're using color here. It's fucking beautiful and great. Yeah. I I so, it's hard too because I feel like a lot of effort and passion was put into this movie. But a lot of Disney movies that have come out in the past few years don't always have this no level of detail and passion listen i love moana mm-hmm. i think frozen is unironically a bop i agree but those movies don't feel like this i feel like we haven't had a, a movie like this for years yeah. like there are some that get to, like like even zootopia right which mm-hmm. i think is one of those films that also deals with like xenophobia yeah. and it's like dealing with someone something there's so many of the moments of that movie are just like fun silly kid moments mm-hmm. right yeah and like the like tangled i think was the beginning of this newest renaissance and it it's a really good film right it has a beginning middle and end yeah but i feel like we haven't gotten this kind of film that does these kinds of things since like mulan lion king mm-hmm. that generation you know beauty and the beast yeah. Like the, those movies, they the way they hit their stories are so iconic and deep and like fucking they were mature transcendent too. Yeah. I mean, let's just talk yeah. about like how a lot of the Disney movies kind of have become more childish as we've gotten older, yeah. which is fine yeah. because they're for kids now. But like it's yeah. I don't know if it's the censorship or people deciding what they think kids can handle. But like we I think fucking the watch thing, The yeah. Lion King. Mufasa straight up dies. Dies. Dude just dies. Straight he falls dies. off a goddamn cliff and he fucking yeah. dies. That hurt me as a child. And it was important to see because it felt like, oh, like they're not looking down on me. It's a thing when you talk to kids, you talk to them like they're adults. Like it felt like that. It was like, oh, cool. I'm getting to experience this mature thing as a kid and have to kind of come to terms with it. Which is important, too. Yeah, I think it's super funny because as you're saying that, I'm looking at this list of movies. You're not incorrect. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, but yeah. it, it's it's like even deeper than what you're saying, I think, because as I'm looking at this list, Frozen, the parents die in the first five minutes. Yeah. You know, right. Uh, Ryan, the last dragon, a whole group of people go like extinct. 
like in that movie. Like these things are happening, what? but then the movie has no desire to invest or yeah in that yeah because then it's like a fun romp and then we fix the problems you know yeah i think frozen was i like frozen close. a lot i think it was it was like frozen, the, i think frozen it's is probably close. the closest of the recent ones other yeah. than Encanto. i like agree i think yeah. it just it, there was the post where it just it, if it wanted to have more fun yeah than dealing with the, the yeah stuff. i mean soul too i didn't i know that's like disney pixar or whatever i guess but like which one soul oh i didn't watch soul he dies in it and it's like okay yeah, sure like i don't care no one cares like whatever yeah. that one that one was yeah. a, a big disappointment for me i felt like everyone it, loved it it could have gone a lot harder and i really i just didn't like it i feel like that's usually i you know what i am really glad you said it in that way i feel like a lot of these films are good they do good things they have mm -hmm. good themes but they just don't go hard yeah where i think this movie it didn't dude can we just say like the fact that it's dealing with all these things it has this bait and switch with bruno you meet bruno it's funny and then you find out he was oh my he was God. living the in the wall he was hiding in the wall next to the family dinner and he drew God. his plate oh. on the thing and the, what's heartbreaking is all the fan art i've seen where right outside that little thing where he has drawn his plate is where they sing the whole We Don't Talk About Bruno mm -hmm. song. And he's just sitting there like in his arepa. And oh, I'm just like, God. oh, and it's a shot. It's there. It is there. It's it is talked there. about. Yeah. They have Mirabel go look at it, have the realization yeah. on her face and look at him. And he realized that when, when Bruno says it's one of my favorite lines is when Bruno says, I think you should go. I don't have a good reason for you to go, but if you did go, I would you would say but if I did, you would say that's a good reason. And that like that that's like anxiety that mm -hmm. he just said. Like I know you felt that too sometimes where you're like I don't know what to say right now, but I am so uncomfortable and so upset. I don't have the words to portray that to you, but I need you to just trust me that I am not <laughs> good enough for this moment. Yeah. And he he says that yeah that's wild why yeah, no it's crazy i think this movie has so many layers to it that aren't necessarily present in a lot of other movies which is wonderful and i think that like a lot of disney movies need to have these layers and people want these layers they want to peel them apart they want to peel them back and dive into the the like meaty chunks of the film and find yeah. all the little secrets and all the little details and that were put into it because the creators are passionate about this yeah there's there's so many little and there's so many little things that people have been noticing behind the scenes like during the we don't talk about bruno song bruno is in the back like bopping to the song mm -hmm. you know and it's like there's all these little moments of like care and detail and that's why i love animated films that take years to make because everything's a choice there's no moment in this film where it's like oh an actor just happened to turn his hand over here and it kind of fit the characterization did he mean to i don't know in a in an animated movie everything's intentional yep that's Do very true. dolores plugs her ears when there's loud noises throughout the whole film when she's clapping when antonio gets his powers she claps like this <laughs> there is so much care and yes. painstaking detail That's that it's just it's more and more you watch it it's just so beautiful okay shout out to two new followers flcl crim 2 fully cooly fully cooly yes i didn't want to assume yeah, it was fully cooly it's he's he's following us he's a weeb and erica cool draws what's up erica oh. yes 
Encanto is amazing. Love it. I fucking love it. But you're right. There's a huge amount of details that I feel like that that Disney being a big corporation takes advantage. When you have all this money to make whatever the fuck you want and throw money at a problem and be like, make films, make films and crank them all out. It's sometimes I feel like you lose the 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 passion behind it. And yeah. And yeah. You, when you can make it's a, a big problem we have with Marvel, want. right? Yeah. But it's with just so much with this being a Hispanic driven movie with Hispanic cast, Hispanic actors, Hispanic like creators behind it, they have something to prove. Like yeah. not to be fucked up about this, but like if they fuck up, they might not get another chance because that's how it happens. Like, capitalism works and how like society is driven it's driven by the dollar so if this and i feel like we're full of those moments right now right with like yeah. them doing captain marvel and shang chi and like that that mulan movie live action not being success mm-hmm. is like a huge hit to the asian american audience and exactly uh, in the disney arm you know all these yeah. things are very true raya raya and the last dragon not doing great is like yeah. you know did we lose our shot that's it's fucking wild it happens yeah. all the time if this movie failed the message wouldn't to disney wouldn't be like oh okay maybe it failed because like this this and that or like maybe the writer writing team didn't really get it together in time or whatever the message would be like don't make more hispanic movies yeah 100 you know? and here's the thing and here's the thing i i don't even i don't want i also don't want the wrong lesson to be taking i don't need a string of 16 hispanic animated movies now because they wouldn't be as much in quality i'm okay waiting 10 years for a disney animated movie for about another hispanic culture i'm okay with that if it's done yeah because if it's too good then you just get a whole bunch of shitty shits right Mm -hmm. now here's my point though what i am gonna say we do need more black disney (laughs) this is a this is that's a problem (laughs) that is a huge problem (laughs) that's a problem because because I, I I love that this movie is about Colombia, and that's great. I love it that we have a uh, Polynesian princess, and we go there. Mm-hmm. We have blacks here in this country, and we haven't told these stories right here at all. Yeah, there's a lot of like, stories that Disney there's is a just lot missing, and it's like okay, yeah. like can we can we yeah. start telling some of those stories? Inside Out, Inside Out, that family could have just been black. Oh, hundred percent. Toy Story, Andy could have been from fucking trinidad i don't fucking know he just could have but they're always yeah. white that's the yeah. problem that's yeah. the that's when we get there but we're mm-hmm. we're getting closer we're getting closer we're getting and closer. closer all the time there is a song we didn't talk about at all which is what else can i do dan guerrero from orange is the new black voices that character that's the mm-hmm. perfect sister realizing she hasn't she doesn't need to be perfect anymore and i thought when this came on i was like Honestly, I was so confused about why Isabella wasn't anybody and doing anything. And she was just like, they're really just going to let her like be this perfect thing. And then we got this whole song. And I yeah. love when she saw her in her vision and she's like, oh, oh, it's an embrace. You have to embrace someone. You have to embrace me. She's like, who, who? Isabella. Yeah, that was very funny. And she was so pissed. And then yeah. you got this whole song about how that perfect persona she had to put on is so put on mm-hmm. she's about to marry this dude because it's what her, she was supposed to do and again this is something you see in not just hispanic families you see it in all families all the time but it's i only know from marriage. my own i only know it from my own purview and i know that these like family connections kind of thing like in my hometown it's a polish town and four hispanic families came in the 60s from puerto rico all from Ayuya. And they kind of like form their own little community there. Mm-hmm. So everyone's related <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But like the connections that are formed, it's like, are the Vegas and the Echeverias going to join up? And like this marriage thing has mm-hmm. to happen. And I, I've seen it. 
I've yeah. seen this happening now in my neighborhoods, you know, and that pressure of having to be perfect is something that it's like, I know what that's like. You know, I had yeah. I had freaking I was I, I had I had that that need to be perfect. I had straight A's for so much of my adolescence because my family was too busy to do other things that I was like, if I be perfect, then they don't have to worry about me. You know, yeah. I can do more for them. And I was never worried about myself. Mm -hmm. You know, what about you? Did you relate any at all to the song? Yeah, no, I mean, it's the same thing with the Louisa song. Like, it's just all the, the things we we're talking about, all the like typical like children of trauma, the golden child, the you know, like all this stuff, the rock. I, I feel like I am all of them in, in one and it is it's yeah. gr a great thing so yeah the golden child things like me too like i used to work my ass off get all a's because i knew i had to get into a college i knew we didn't have money so it's not like i was yeah. gonna get help or anything i was gonna go into debt and i tried to get like as much scholarships as i can and all that stuff but they don't just give those things away though and i so, did get a thousand dollars for being a hispanic good at math when i went to college yeah that's one thousand dollars of the eighty thousand dollars or like how fucking forty thousand dollars or college ends up being like yeah. so much so much yeah. money yeah uh and i didn't know this looking in the chat erica says they're they are making a tiana tiana series on disney plus probably oh which is cool. cool i like that character i like that story i think it yeah didn't get as much love as it should have. I thought Princess and the Frog was a good series. Krim says, selfish wanting all the trauma for myself. I do. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine, uh, baby. But that, that is the way I feel. But Marcus, you let me harp so much on what I've liked and didn't like about this this film. Is, mm -hmm. is there Are there things you want to talk about and say? No, I, we've talked about all the greatest parts of the movie. We've talked about so much of it. I love it. It's been great been a great fucking movie and i'm i'm honestly really happy that this exists because i want more from this if you get nervous like in the chat earlier they said like with raya failing they're worried that there weren't going to be as many like movies of that type going yeah. forward and it's a scary thing movie was so close to being good right it was so close did you to see being raya? good i did see raya, raya was, it was raya almost so good. many good stuff it, <laughs> it was, was almost, almost good. good it was so yeah. close to being good mm -hmm. There was just something missing. I don't even know what it was. I'd yeah. have to rewatch it like really critically. And Old yeah. Man Rom, I did see that short. It was very good, but it was a short. That's the problem. <laughs> what is the short? Oh, it was a John, John Henry. Henry? Short. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good. That was good. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's Disney needs to be doing more. They have a lot of money. They can figure it out. <laughs> it was the monkey, the thief baby with a monkey. <laughs> that was a great. That was great. Like I I I think. I think Raya was um good because it was a MacGuffin that knew it was a MacGuffin, but it was mm -hmm. like that Lord of the Ringsy kind of adventure, so it really worked. Yeah, I think I think there just needed to be. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again critically, but like, yeah, there's a reason I'm not, I don't talk about that film the same way I just talked about Encanto. Maybe yeah. it's music. Maybe it's just because of the music. Maybe, Maybe it's just because of the music. music. Yeah, I don't uh, remember a single. Did it have truly? songs? No, they didn't say. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. I it yeah. needs to be a musical. It was an action movie. <laughs> It was an action uh, movie. Okay, that's maybe fair. that was it. Maybe I just need music. Maybe I'm a fucking basic ass bitch and I need music in my no, movie. No, you know we grew them. up in the '90s with the Disney. Every Disney song, every Disney movie had a song. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, anytime a Disney movie doesn't have a song, I'm like, this sucked. Like, no, yeah. that's not true. Lilo and Stitch is my favorite. There's a song in that, right? No, there's not, dude. There's no Ohana means family song. Ohana no. means <laughs> family. It's time to get together and let's go to the beach. That's something like that. <laughs> Lilo Stitch is amazing, though. Yeah, Lilo Stitch is my favorite. But no, I'm I'm super excited to see, like you said, what comes next and what's mm -hmm. coming from this. And mm -hmm. 
gosh, I just, I don't know. I keep getting scared every time Lin-Manuel does something. I'm like, this is going to be it. This is going to be the one. This is going to be the one that's going to, like, make it that's all fall apart. That's what I'm scared, apart. too, of, man. Like, once, that's the problem, Because in the Heights, great. Oh, God. Hamilton, I was like, wow, you beat yourself. But you're not going to do it. And then I heard he was going to direct Tick, Tick, Boom. I was like, this is going to be good. One of my favorite movies of the year. Then I was like, yeah. well, Encanto's going to suck. Nope. <laughs> just but nope. that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm, that's the point, too, that I was kind of getting at, is that, like, minorities, yeah. when they're making content, they get one fail. Like, they get one shot to fail. And Lin-Manuel yeah. Miranda, the only reason he's still around is because he's knocked everything out of the park every time. To be fair, that's not true. He did bring it on the musical. Whatever. He's had chances. He's done But that well. wasn't his thing, right? He was hired to come on as a writer. Yes, that's different. That's different. That's Same with different. Vivo. He was hired to come in to like mm-hmm. do it. It wasn't mm-hmm. his thing. Yeah. God, what's he going to do next? I don't even fucking know. I I'd don't so, know. Wouldn't you be, wouldn't he you needs be a so break. scared? I mean, he needs a break. He needs like a five, not even a five-year, like a two, three-year break. Just to like do rest. It. Well, remember, in the Heights, he made through all the college. That took five years to make. Hamilton, I know because I've been such a fan. He was talking about Hamilton five years at least before it came out. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. watching In the Heights interviews. And In the Heights came out in 2008. And mm-hmm. he was talking in interviews about how his next musical was going to be Hamilton. Okay. He was doing it that long ago. Yeah. It took that's him 10 crazy. years to make. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's how long those things take to make. So it might be another five years before we figure out what it's going to be. But Okay, Nick. I think that's it. I think that's the podcast. Oh, no. I'm just enjoying talk talking about, about it. I know. I'm just enjoying talking talk about, about Encanto. Encanto. It's so fucking oh good. God, TikTok so good. really took Isn't Antonio so by cute? storm. Isn't Antonio so cute? That little Everyone's cousin? cute. Yes. Oh, my God. It's oh, great. and she. Oh, my God. Marcus. Marcus. Maribel lives in the nursery still. She still lives in the nursery because she doesn't have a power. That's very cute. And that's why she's connected so much with all. Man, their, it's fucked Antonio. up that they just it's all have up. to like contribute to society. And if you don't contribute to oh. society, then you don't get to be a part of the yeah. conversation. You don't get to be a part oh, of yeah. a real part of the family. Oh, yeah. Your value yeah, is has only a line. from what you give. Oh, Abuela God. has a line when Antonio puts possums or something in her seat to warm it up. She's like, he's like, I wanted to warm up your seat. And she's like. We'll find a purpose for you. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, shut up, abuela. Let the boy live. Okay, I think Felix that's it, is dad goals. Felix, oh, I love is all great. the dads. Oh, great. can we talk about how there's just two strong, <laughs> there for their family, father and husbands in this film? Yes, they're not super there like they're there but they're no not, like, no super no you there. get a, you gotta rewatch this again pepe's husband throughout uh-huh. this whole film if you watch in the background because pepe has this power where she's like anytime she gets anything it's an emotion so she's told mm-hmm. to keep her emotions in check in check yeah. in check if you watch her husband is and, and her family and her son and daughter too are mm-hmm. like comforting her behind the scenes offering her tea that telling her it's okay it telling nice. her the rain's fine they are supporting them so much Maybe Maribel's dad hasn't done too much, but he did do that one scene <laughs> where he fought. He yelled at Abuela. Yeah. He yelled yeah, yeah. at her. Yeah. You don't yell at your mother-in-law. <laughs> That's true. That's a death sentence yeah. right there. Oh, Darren. Yeah. Maribel's dad is the only one who stands up to Abuela. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. Uliette, her, her mom is like, hey, can we be like nicer to Maribel? That straight up yelled at her. Wow. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't get it's that. Just, they, they weren't front and center as much well because it which which is beautiful mm-hmm. their wives were front and center yeah and their kids were front and center it's wild i agree 
I agree. They, they, they considered cadets. giving cadets. Augustine and Felix powers when they married into the family, but ultimately decided to keep it only Madrigal's children to represent family roles and expectations. Thank you, Lexi. I it's didn't know that. I'm glad just they the made the children. right call. Yeah, yeah, they made the absolute right call. Oh, oh, and what are you talking about when when he, when he sings? We don't oh talk about God. Bruno with his wife Pepe, and Pepe's like, "Who's telling this story?" He's like, "Sorry, sweetie, yes, of course." And he's like, "La la 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 la," just like supporting her, supporting her. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. No, I I like beautiful. A, I like that you're so passionate about this movie. It makes me excited. <laughs> I like it too. It's a great fucking movie. We talked about how There's much we loved so it. So many for little things. An hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, we did. Uh, I'll stop. Is there anything else you'd like to talk to me about? I think I am good. I think I'm good. There's probably something Uh, I missed, I'm sure, but I am. Oh, I'm sure. Guys, if we Mm -hmm. missed anything, leave leave us a comment on at now try this cast anywhere and let us know what we missed. We will talk about this movie for days. Hell, you want us to have a whole other episode? We'll do it. Let us know. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's so funny. Sometimes we do this podcast. I'm like, I sit here and I wonder how long could we possibly talk about something? Like, sometimes we talk about an hour and a half twice as long you know than the thing that we watch it's interesting i think we could talk about somehow this it's almost always an hour hours. and a half it's somehow like it's always close to an hour and a half <laughs> yeah the length of time of the film <laughs> uh well marcus okay. that was encanto thank you so mm-hmm. much for watching it and oh, taking yeah. my challenge guys join our conversations join us at patreon.com slash now try this cast we are currently taking suggestions for next month's challenge Please submit in due time because then everybody that vote that gives just a dollar gets to vote on what we're going to do next yeah. month. There's already some crazy cool suggestions. I'm really excited to see what we're going to do next Same. month because the gambit on the suggestions is already kind of wild. So yeah. I'm really riled about what it's going to be. We don't know what the challenge is for uh, Krim yet. Every month we take submissions at the $5 tier and then the $1 tier vote near the end of the month and we find out what the challenge is going yeah. so, to be. You can also get at us everywhere at now try this cast. Go ahead, Marcus. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say the, the poll will be going up in the next couple of days to start voting. So in like we're still taking a couple of submissions. Oh, in general, what's the next week challenge we had there yet, Krim? Actually, we forgot. Marcus, go ahead. No, we what's didn't forget. You have to week? ask me the three questions and then I give you the challenge. Yes, three <laughs> questions. You're right. I'm sorry, Encantos messed me up. It's too good. It's too good. Marcus, did you like you this ask film? Ask me the three questions. I love. Did you like this, this film? film? It was fantastic. Good. Would you recommend this film? I would recommend the shit out of this film, Nick. Everyone should watch it. Everyone. Yeah. And then the third one is: Are you going to watch it again? I will watch it again. I will definitely watch this again in my lifetime. Same. I've already watched it three times, and That's I suspect the next couple months I'll watch it again. <laughs> okay. Nick. All right, Marcus. I, challenge. What time. are we doing next week? Yep. Next week, I'm, Thursday, I'm, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm stuck because I haven't really been watching anything new that I'm like, oh, I love this. I need to recommend this. So I can give you something that changed my life or I can give you something I know you will hate. Now, I'm not going to say uh, the thing I gave you that changed my life you'll like, but it did change my life. <laughs> and I'm going to let you pick which one. What are my two choices again? Change Some, your life or what? So, something that I cha- that changed my life or yeah. something that I know you're going to hate. Guys, put it in the chat. I'll let the chat decide. <laughs> is next week's challenge something I am absolutely going to hate or something that changed Marcus's life that he wants mm-hmm. to share with me, his best friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, put in the chat, what do you think it should be? We'll give a second for the lag to catch up. Okay. Tell us what we are doing next week. In the meantime, Marcus, uh-huh. how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay, so we have two for change life and one for oh, oh i didn't tell you marcus guess what i watched What'd all of watch? this last week all of series six of taskmaster <gasps> i don't know you why i don't know why i don't know why it just oh, came up on my feed yes! i was just watching tons of other stuff 
and there was a random click and it had uh-huh. Alice Levine who uh-huh. who I like from the my dad wrote a porno podcast yeah. so I was like well she's funny and I watched it and then I was like well I want to watch the episode now and it was the first episode and now I'm like episode six or seven and I'm definitely gonna finish that series and I'm like <laughs> oh my god somehow you irrevocably got Hell me yeah. interested in Taskmaster I hate you okay okay so, so I think see. the chat has we got said, Vic, you one one change you you count the hates I'll count the change life okay one. We got two and okay. two. <laughs> okay, it's two and two. Yeah, it's two and two. Okay, Darren said, hey, I guess it's Okay, hey, okay. So, okay, so that's the tiebreaker. And I'm going to say. Shout out to our producer. Have, I hope you haven't watched this. It's called The Art of Self-Defense. Shut up. That stupid Jer- fucking Lex Luthor. Oh, no. Have you watched I, that You movie? are not making me watch this film. It's... What's the other option? I want to do the other thing. No, you said it's too late. The other option. No, I want to do the other thing. I will tell you. The other option was A Silent Voice. The, it's, so it was Is that the anime? The anime, A Silent Voice. That movie let's changed Let's do the anime. <laughs> no, it's too late. We're doing The Art of Self-Defense. No, let's do the anime. We're doing The Art of Self-Defense. Can we please week. do the anime? No. Art of Self-Defense oh. next week. Let's go. Oh, Silent. Imogen Poots is in it. I love her. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll you're gonna you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Okay. Well, that's right, the episode. Fine. Oh wait, they were both in Vivarium. Is it a sequel to Vivarium? It's not a sequel to Vivarium. It's a prequel. Did you to watch Vivarium? No. Did you watch Vivarium? No, I need to watch Can it. Can you do me a favor and also watch Vivarium, and we'll talk about sure. that okay, on the show so too? Great. Okay. Cool. Great. Okay. <laughs> we will do a Silent Voice soon, though, because honestly, I am waiting to watch that film until you give it to yeah, me. Yeah, we so are. We'll do a Silent Voice soon. Okay. But next week we are doing the Art of Defense. The Self-defense. Two-year-old movie, three-year-old movie that no one talks about. Perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. Got to stay guys, on brand. You can, guys, you can get us everywhere at Now Try This Cash. You can leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and on Spotify. Now mm-hmm. it greatly helps the popularity of the show. If you do that, you can join us at Patreon.com/slash Now Try This Cast to join the community. Thank you so much for listening, and come back next Thursday. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us. Now go out there and try some things. Good night. Good night. So they can try things You about a dance podcast So that you can try things Now we will stop singing So that we can all now try this <sighs> I mean, I'd appreciate it if you were a little less sexy It'd be easier for me to do my oh, job Oh, I'm sorry, I can't help it It's a burden Oh, you're over there. Oh, and to why. respond and respond to what you said in the thing, I I have more than enough to talk about. I just might have too much to talk. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I'm not scared. I'm not gonna have stuff to talk about.